0: Do you remember the movies, Mr. Steve? It'll be spring soon, and the studios will be releasing their summer blockbusters, and the fanboys will be posting their theories on the internet, and they'll be popping the popcorn with real imitation butter flavor topping, and eating the first of the nachos with cheese like sauce. Do you remember the taste of cheese like sauce?
1: No, Jason. I can't recall the taste of snacks nor the sound of soundtracks, nor the touch of a theater seat. I'm naked in the dark. There's no veil between me and the length of this movie. The Return of the King is probably still playing. I don't think it has an
0: end. Then let's be rid of it once and for all. Come on, Mr. Steve, I can't review it for you, but I can review you. Come on.
1: Review me? What does that mean? Shut up, can't you see I'm crying like a baby now?
0: Prepare for battle! Hello everybody and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding.
1: And I'm Steve Shives.
0: And on this show, we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, it feels like deja vu all over again, because we're going to be reviewing the ter- return of the, the Lord of the Fellowships of, of Towers. The,
1: the third one.
0: The third the one. The third one. In, in, the, in the trilogy that kicked off what we have now, wouldn't you agree? Yes. Franchises. Yes.
1: For better <laughs> and for worse.
0: Them, the series of movies that came out and said, Hey, look how much money you can make on a franchise.
1: (laughs) Nerds have money. Who would have thought?
0: Well, it wasn't just nerds. I mean, it wouldn't have made the one billion dollars it made if it was just nerds. No,
1: it was was just nerds who made it. So it's nerds who are responsible.
0: I will agree with you to a certain extent. (laughs) The movie we're going to review is Return of the King.
1: Yeah. The last. Boy, the last.
0: Four hours.
1: It's finally over.
0: <laughs> I watched the extended edition. I did you not. Know how long the, you know how long the extended edition is it, for this? Is it even over yet? Um, it is, I believe, four hours and 21 minutes long. Hey. Somewhere, somewhere around there.
1: I would throw myself in front of a train <laughs> before I even started to watch it.
0: You see, long ago, I gave up hope that Steve would ever like them, even if he saw the remaining two. He'd be like, oh, I get it now. We now have a closer bond, and we can get married. And I'm like, yay! And we throw away our whole lives, destroy everything, and run off and become a couple, and we live in a hobbit hole. But I, no, I love, that it, I love it happening. The,
1: I love that in this fantasy, the only thing stopping us from throwing the rest of our lives away and running away together and getting married is that I don't dig Lord of the Rings. That's the That's only it. thing.
0: That's it. That's the only thing preventing you from ever saving your life if we're in one of those herring situations where you're hanging by a strap on a broken airplane and I'm the only one with one parachute. And I'm like, okay, Steve, and I reach for you and then I remember, it's too long. And I go, sorry, friend, and I jump right out.
1: <laughs> See you <laughs> on the other side.
0: <laughs> nice. Nah, Lord of the Rings. Hey, Steve. Yeah? Do you have any trivia for this final time that we're going to be in middle earth
1: i do have some trivia for great for the return of the king um so i don't know if you know this you maybe you remember this from the movie but there are some battle you don't have to ask me there are some battle I, scenes in it. I know, yeah there are some yeah, ba- there those. are some battle scenes in it
0: yeah, no, and, and,
1: and, and yeah, some of these battle scenes even feature actual human actors yeah and some. uh Uh, so a few hundred of the extras that were brought in for the big final battle uh Mm -hmm. were members of the new zealand army because they needed extra people for this big crowd scene and they brought in the army because peter jackson was basically the king of new zealand by this point and the uh and the 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 army members it was
0: a symbolic title (laughs) he didn't have any real political authority Exactly.
1: But the people of New Zealand will deny him nothing.
0: But that's why he's on all the money. (laughs) All of the money.
1: But they were so enthusiastic when filming their scenes that they kept breaking their prop, swords, and spears. Mm
2: -hmm. So,
1: you know, I'm glad somebody had a good time. Um,
0: Like the whole world, except for Steve.
1: The movie... (laughs) The movie... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm content. I'm, I'm content.
0: glad everyone else had a good time.
1: You bastards.
0: Meanwhile, I just keep watching Stanley Kubrick's last film over and over oh, again. Boy,
1: I wish I, had wa- I wish I had watched Eyes Wide Shut instead of this one. <laughs> um, the movie was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Yes. All of which it won, which yeah. uh, which ties it with Titanic and Ben-Hur for the most Oscar wins. And it is also mm-hmm. the most Oscars won during a clean sweep because it won in every category in which it was nominated.
0: Yeah, they should have renamed the Oscars the official Return of the King, Lord of the Rings trilogy Oscars presentation. <laughs> they,
1: sh- they really should have. They should have just let Peter Jackson stay on stage for the entire night. Just give him a chair. <laughs>
0: they should have just gave him a chair right there.
1: Just wave him. It's you again. Come on.
0: Like no no no, don't get up, don't. Just
1: here. We'll just hand it to you. Um yeah. <laughs> it's like 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 he's the guest of honor at a roast. Just have him sitting in a nice comfy chair off to the side. If you
0: think about it, it is kind of like a nerd fantasy, right? You're a nerd, you love this property so much and you daydream, I'm going to make a really good version of this and I'm going to win every single academy. I'll win 11 academy awards for this and I'll go down as it's like Yeah. it's like a fantasy come true about someone's fandom right sure this ultimate fan turned out made the movie that turned more people into ultimate fans of the franchise the books all the other stuff and he won all the awards
1: yeah and Mm. you know he seems like a nice guy so good for him
0: yeah and he makes really gross movies when he's not doing this (laughs) this is or at least he used to it's
1: yeah it's um it's also the second sequel to ever win best picture after godfather part two and right. it is the first third episode in a trilogy to win Best Picture, um, mm-hmm. and I think the second third episode in a trilogy to get nominated because Godfather Part Three, for some reason, was also nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win, oh, but it was nominated. Wanted, yeah,
0: they wanted to let Francis know yeah. that they're still
1: thinking we, about it. Hey, we, him. we still love you, buddy. We know you've had or a rough a, you've had a rough decade, but we still love you.
0: Or it was a really shitty year.
1: Yeah, right. So anyway, um, Jason, you know how you're always saying that the Oscars are bullshit.
0: Yes. I agree with you. Thank um, Criminate. <laughs> it was embarrassing they're, they're, to watch to watch Hollywood do that.
2: <laughs>
0: it was like I thought it was a good movie, but Best Picture, Best Everything, you guys have gone overboard to well, just give all the awards was, to it, this incredibly successful series of films. I
1: think it was it was because it made all the money. It made yeah, all, it was they, all three it made movies all, the money. all three movies made all the money and Hollywood was like, Here you go. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Everybody was taking notes. Everybody. The guy who started the Sp- first Spider-Man franchise. Oh, franchises, huh? Hell yeah. I wonder what we have. wonder what we own that we can turn into a hmm. franchise, finally. Hmm. Um,
1: also. I would
0: say yeah. between between yeah. The Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, those two kicked off what we have now. And Oh, you know, yeah. It's not their fault. It wasn't like, let's change the movie industry. It was just <laughs> like they, they made the mistake of becoming uber successful yeah and and you
1: know. and 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 hollywood executives are not known for their creativity so they were like no. we'll just do more of that
0: disney's answer was the narnia pictures which just got worse and worse <laughs>
1: did they even end up, <laughs> did they did they even end up making all of them or did they stop after like they three they were like now nah, we're done
0: full did, did they? they make three
1: of them i don't, I don't I know i know they made two or three but i don't know if because aren't there like five or six books in that series at least I don't I don't know I don't know I I never we 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 read the first one in like fifth grade and I was like I'm good Uh, yeah
0: I made the mistake of reading them when I was 19 and I knew that it was you know the Jesus lion mm -hmm. and it was just kind of like oh boy
1: Aslan the Jesus lion (laughs) Um, also one last little bit of trivia Uh, there are throughout and this is not just for Return of the King this is for the entire trilogy apparently somebody counted and throughout the entire trilogy and I don't know if this is if this is extended versions or theatrical cuts or whatever but for the entire trilogy there are 1,422 on-screen deaths because of these massive battle scenes and but the only character that Frodo kills is Gollum Mm,
0: yeah that's it and he doesn't even do it intentionally right because he's weak yeah you take that back because he's a
1: puss. Because right he's a weak Whoa, little puss. Boy. He can't do what That's, needs to be done.
0: Is that what you yelled at Luke Skywalker yeah. when he didn't kill
1: exactly. Darth Vader? You pussy! <laughs> Cut his fucking he's, head off.
0: He's just your dad. He's
1: just your dad. <laughs>
0: he was never there for you.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Would like. Everyone to know, Steve, who is an open pacifist, is complaining about someone not killing someone. I at the want, end of the movie.
1: I, I want more murder. I want more murder in my movie. <laughs> Unless it's Superman. If Superman murders somebody, I'll be the really upset. Every about.
0: Star Trek episode when Kirk just didn't obliterate the planet, <laughs> kill him! Like, I have a solution to all your problems. Open fire. <laughs> that's why. I,
1: that's why I hated Captain Picard so much
0: just kill somebody <laughs> god damn it no he delivers the fee- the every speech he delivers and then he says open fire and then he just obliterates whatever is going on well, problem anyway. solved
1: well anyway that's enough for me open fire mr wolf
0: riker's weeping <laughs> He said, "Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's too much." Worf has a stunned look on his face. It's like I wanted. This was the version of him I wanted more for battle, but this is slaughter. <laughs> Even There's I no think a lot this of is honor overkill. Honor slaughter. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm sorry, I never thought I would say this, but i oh. I think I've killed enough people. <laughs>
0: the planet just simply had a kind of like a drug problem that the other planet was exploited. Did we have to destroy both? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll, go. well now What's they that? don't
1: have a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> now they ain't got no problems, okay? Let's go.
0: Did you have to tell the the super powerful being that just wanted to be left alone on his planet with an imitation of his dead wife that he deserves what he gets? And oh, I wish we could kill you more. That does.
1: (laughs) Did you have to whisper it in his ear right before you left?
0: (laughs) You deserve. You deserve this.
1: (laughs)
2: Oh.
0: (laughs) Bye. We're avoiding what's coming up.
1: Yeah. So um, anyway, that's all the trivia I have.
0: Great. I don't care. (laughs) There's so much trivia that I have that I could easily fill the next five hours with it. Or I could just put on the making of discs that came with the box set of the extended edition. Mm. I'm sure Steve would love those because he loves making of.
2: Sure. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So let's get into who made it. The same people who I read the first time and the second time. I'm not telling you what else they did, because what is the goddamn point? Directed by Peter Jackson. <laughs> Produced by Barry M. Osborne, Peter Jackson, and Fran Walsh. Screenplay by Fran Walsh. Full of a boy and Peter Jackson. What'd they do? The first two movies. I said, uh... Based on A Return of the King by J.R.R. Tolkien. That's not... Uh, Starring Elijah Woody and McCone, Liv Tyler, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Cate Blanchett, John Rhys. Davies, Bernard Hill, Billy Boyd, Dominic Moynihan, Orlando Bloom, Hugo Weaving, Miranda Ago, David Wenham, Carl Urban, John Noble, Andy Serkis, Ian Holman, Sean Bain. They didn't introduce any new characters. Um, no they didn't unless you want to count some of the filthy works, they don't count so fuck it music by Howard Shore he did the last two movies cinematographer by Andrew Lenz- Lesney the last two movies edited by Jamie Selkirk last two movies production companies New Line Cinema winging up films just like the last two movies distributed by New Line Cinema just like the last time in the movie release date December 17th 2003 running time oh, wow. 201 minutes isn't that great yeah that's great <laughs>
1: and it needed and it needed every single minute it did sure it did, it did. sure And there it was did. more
0: there was more that they cut for time <laughs> oh
1: god that, what a cruel joke
0: which would have answered some of the things that happen in the that don't happen in the movie where people are like that's it and it's like no that's not it they filmed an entire sequence and then cut it for time at that point when you're pushing 201 minutes fuck it fuck it just put it in mm. Right?
1: No. No. You don't get to make decisions. You don't. (laughs) I wish I had because we would have gotten one two-hour movie instead of three three three-hour movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Running time, 201 minutes. I did that. Budget, 94 million. Box office, 1.142 billion dollars. A lot of money. Which will later on... New Line Cinema will really, really push for them to make The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And we all know how prequels go. To make three Hobbits. (laughs) Them three (laughs) movies, I fucking hate. (laughs) And they're long, but not because they're long, but because they took a 300-page book for children and tried to make it into three (laughs) three three-hour movies for grown-ups. No, no. (laughs) No? No. Okay, are you ready to go running into the world of Middle-earth again? Yeah, Steve? I'm I'm
1: going to run. Gonna I'm it. just going to I'm You're doing I, it. I'm going to run and I'm not going to stop running.
0: I'm Sam, the only hero in the trilogy. <laughs> I'm going to
1: run straight through to the end.
0: <laughs> I know that there are plenty of fans who agree with me. Sam is the best character in the trilogy. He's the only character that I for myself both in the books and in the movies that I genuinely feel for although I I know we're supposed to attach to Frodo but guess what he fails Sam is the only one (laughs) (laughs) it's Sam Sam's the one Tolkien wants you to know if you're gonna believe in anybody you're gonna believe in fucking Sam
1: I mean I agree with you I agree with you I just that's why I wish they had cut out all the other bullshit
0: (laughs) they just called it Samwise the one why not yeah, fuck it, yeah. fuck it.
1: I mean, or you know, if they could we'll stick, me- they could still call it the Lord of the Rings and just have it be about the the motherfuckers who actually have the fucking ring.
0: <laughs> <sighs> all right, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. I'm I'm Sam. You're Frodo. Oh boy, to run! We're gonna take this movie and <laughs> chuck it into Mount Doom. We're done. I'm It'll glad you're over. with me, Sam. <laughs> the end of all things. All right, let's go into the world of Return of the King. Steve, yes. take it away. Hey,
1: I love when we start with a flashback in a three and a half hour movie.
0: It's great, but you if you didn't know this, uh-huh. it would um, not impact you at all.
1: No. <laughs> we start with a, with a completely unnecessary flashback that I believe was actually shot for the previous film.
0: Um, I think it was too.
1: And they said, we, we need to use this, so we're gonna cram mm-hmm. it into the beginning of our movie. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it is it is of Gollum before he was Gollum. It's uh, Smeagol when he was still just kind of normal looking. And, yeah, and, and he's
0: fishing with his friend. He's
1: fishing with his buddy. And his yeah. buddy Ket gets gets a bite and gets dragged into the river and goes down to the bottom and finds the ring.
0: That's right. And then and then Smeagol kills yep. him. He's like, I'll have that. The ring makes Smeagol kill him. Yes. Or they just fight over it, which is supposed to be like the bookend. Them fighting over it at the beginning. Right, and
1: then they fight over it at the him end. And- yeah. Over right at, at the, the end. end three hours from now and i don't care about anything but <laughs> i just sort of i just sort of i just sort of faintly register it and i'm like oh okay it's like it's like a repeat of the beginning okay
0: i don't, yeah. I don't care and so then they they have the flashback and then I guess Smeagol wakes up and he goes, oh, I hate it when my dreams are nothing but flashbacks. <laughs> and he wakes up the other hobbits and they're like, let's go. And they're, they're still walking.
1: Yep. They haven't gotten to that volcano <laughs> they yet. They
0: haven't even gotten to Mordor no. or anything. They're just still walking. And then we cut over to, uh, we cut over to Saruman's castle which has been destroyed by the trees in the last movie right? Yeah. And the, uh, Gandalf's there and Theoden's there and Aragorn's there and the dwarves are there and we get they get to see each other because they had been chasing them at one point remember? They were going to save them but then because they got taken by orcs and then uh, Gandalf says fuck them they're they're fine. <laughs> and so they gave up on that for a little while and then they played horsies during the second movie and um, that's where even Theoden But anyway, they're showing up because they want to check on Sauron, and they're like the big tree guy. You know, he's like, oh, it's everything's chill. Yeah, he's locked up. He's fine.
1: fine. Just leave. Just leave him alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Christopher Lee's not even gonna make an appearance. Exactly, which was a surprise to Christopher Lee. (laughs) What? Because they shot an entire (laughs) sequence. This fucking great sequence with Saruman and Gandalf actually confront each other. And then he, he gets shot with an arrow and he falls down and he impales himself on a big water wheel. And then he goes into the water. And it's great. It's a great scene. We get closure for both Saruman and Wormtongue. But as far as this movie is concerned, they're just locked up in a tower. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was fine with it.
0: He was the big threat for two films. I was like
1: tapping my watch already going, yep, good. Saruman's trapped. Let's go. Come Come on. <laughs>
0: Ian is literally complaining about something that is ten minutes into the movie <laughs> I can
1: could, I, I, could, I, I know where we're going I can feel it coming I saw the running time when I pushed play I was like alright let's go come on
0: anyway they all go back to uh, they all go back to um, is the party scene in there
1: uh yeah See, yeah I have yeah. watched
0: they're, the extended edition so much they're
1: like yeah they're like at like a pub or something and they're just having like a party and and, and Eowyn they're in the Great yeah, Hall and Eowyn gives Aragorn yeah. like a drink or something and a loving cup yeah sure yeah and uh, With, and she's she and she's like so you're still hung, you're not you're still not gonna marry me you're still gonna you're still hung up on she's like the elf I lady. want
0: you to put put your sword in my pussy it's <laughs> <And she's laughs> my pussy like no no I, no
1: I want you to be Helms deep I'm you know what I'm saying?
0: And he's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And then they talk about Frodo a little (laughs) bit. I'm good. Yeah. And suddenly they go back to, uh, Gollum and he's talking into like a little lake and he's saying, I'm so evil. And Sam overhears him and tries to beat him to death with a frying pan. And uh, Frodo sticks up for him because he still has that whole sympathy thing. Right. or Gollum, because he's afraid, yeah. you know, I'm going to turn into that. Even
1: though, even though his best friend Sam is like, I literally heard him say out loud that he's going to kill us.
0: Let me please smash his brains all over the, this ground. <laughs> we don't need his kind of help. And Frodo's like, no, Sam, you better get used to him because that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to test our friendship. And he's like, fine, fuck it, fine, fuck you, and fuck it, and fuck everybody. We go back to Edoras, it's nighttime, um, and we have Eowyn and and Aragorn have another seed where she's trying to fall asleep in the Great Hall on a couch, because she's wasted. <laughs> she's got, like, 900 red Solo Dixie cups around her, and she's like, I bet I'm better than some elf. Yeah, uh, right? I could suck a dick just like they <laughs> What's can. Wrong? And, and What's I'm, wrong with me, huh? Want some fucking immortal bitch? I can... <laughs> Oh, rock is world or something. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pippin feels Gandalf's ball.
1: Yeah, that's, yep, <laughs> yep. The magic ball so of evil. So when
0: they, when they were at Isengard checking in on Sorumon to make sure the door was locked, um, <clears throat> Pippin, they find a ball. Yeah. It's a seeing stone. Sure. A paladin. Because because they, paladin.
1: they get jealous of Frodo having the ring, so they said, we want a stupid magic MacGuffin, too. No. So we take this, so we'll take this. And then this will.
0: And then maybe people will love us. (laughs) And then maybe people will love us. It's not Lord of the (laughs) Ball. Pippin just wants to look into right. it. Right. He doesn't know, because Gandalf fails to tell anyone, by the way, <laughs> don't touch this fucking right. thing, okay? He, he,
1: just, <laughs> he just, like, wraps it in a cloth and, and sleeps next to it. <laughs> he's,
0: like, and sleeps next to it with his eyes open. But Pippin takes it anyway, and he's, like, oh, boy, and he touches it, and, oh, no, Sour- uh, Sauron's in there. Yeah. And he's, like, who the fuck are you? And he's, like, ah! Oh, and, shit. And he screams, and he drops, drops the Palantir, and... Uh, uh, it turns out Sauron, you know, asked him who he was, kind of tortured him a little bit, and now it's very possible that Sauron thinks that Pippin is the one that has the ring. Right. So he and Gandalf have got to beat Cheeks. They've got to leave. <laughs> They're going to go to Gondor. Yeah.
1: Well, because they also, and, they also uh, figure out for something from his vision. Gandalf figures out that Sauron is going to attack Gondor.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he needs to go and tell him. Yeah. And uh, Mary stays behind. He. They get split up, and that's sad because they're best friends. And Mary, they leave, and then we cut to Arwen. Yeah. Who is doing she's, something? She's leaving. Yeah. yeah. She's leaving. But then she has a weird vision about um her baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. She sees like is this where she see, she sees Aragorn like as an old man like playing with their playing older, with their child
0: playing playing with her kid yeah. and the kid looks at him and goes like this is what happens you're literally doing like a time abortion <laughs> i know you're not pregnant but i won't exist <laughs> you're doing a time if abortion you live- you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's giving her, he, he's giving her shit eyes, and, he, and she's like, "I feel bad," so she runs. Right, she rides back and she tells her daddy, and she's like, "I'm staying no matter what." So you better make sure that the man I love stays alive. You reforge, you reforge this the sword that was broken. Right. And he's like, "Fuck." All right, fine. Fine. God damn it! I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> and that scene t- takes like 25 minutes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we cut back to Gandalf, and they're riding. Super fast and on Shadow Facts, and they get to Gondor, which is a great big city, oh, yep. right?
1: Yep, and car- like right at the foot of a mountain.
0: Like a, like a big wedding cake that a ship is partially driven through. Yep, and exactly. It's all goes all the way up to the top, and we see the uh, the white tree, which is looks looking dead, and it's heavily implied that if the tree is healthy, the city is healthy, the king is good, but it's dead. It's a foreshadowing, right? Yeah. And there's a whole side plot in the books about having to go where some of the trees have been hidden, and they plant a new tree there that's not in this, thank God. And so they go, they... They go in, and they're going to go see the steward of Gondor, right. because they have no king. And he sits down below the the high throne. But try telling that to the steward that he isn't in control, because he's played by John Noble. And, and this is the movie that actually made John Noble. After this movie, he was in everything. Um, yeah, and uh, the steward is uh, a kind—you
1: <laughs> can't even get through the a kind
0: man that knows how to, you know, knows how to balance his emotional states. He's not a cracked psychopath who yeah. has a persecution complex and uh, you know, who isn't hallucinating his dead son yeah. all over the place,
1: or the opposite of that. <laughs> well, and also he's he's pissed at Gandalf right away because he because Aragorn is the rightful king and he knows that Aragorn has been hanging out with Gandalf, and he's like, you think I'm going to yeah. let Aragorn come in here and take away my throne? Mm-hmm. Like, this is my city, motherfucker.
0: It, it gets worse, yes. and I don't think it's hinted in the movie, but Gandalf was also a tutor to Faramir, his, other, his son. other son. And he and he actually believes that he lost Faramir to Gandalf, that everything that's wrong with Faramir that he doesn't like is Gandalf's fault. Right? Mm-hmm. So he really hates Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, things always turn shitty when you show up and he's like no we don't have time for that (laughs) he's like listen bad things are coming remember that guy Saruman that you you alone have been fighting I know you're crazy from it but just listen okay we kind of just left you holding the bag we get it all right the elves are gone they're left they're leaving (laughs) you're left that's this is it maybe if you called maybe if you called your allies yeah, you. They come and then they would help fight, and he's like, "Fuck them, <laughs> fuck them, and fuck you." And then, and then, <laughs> and then, um, Pippin goes up and he says, "I'm I'm pledging <clears throat> fealty to you out of loyalty to um, Boromir, right. who sacrifices life for them all the way back in movie one." And he thinks it's kind of cute, and so and he likes nothing better than people swearing fealty to him. It's great. <laughs> and he's like, yep, that's good. And and then Gandalf's like, fuck shitballs. <laughs> Why did you have
2: to do that?
0: <laughs> and he looks across Pelennor Fields, and he can see Gondor, and there's, like, boiling stuff. <sighs> and then there's a whole bunch of scenes that's... Aren't in the original release that I'm thinking of right now. I have to skip. What's next, Steve? Uh, What is
1: next? uh, Frodo and Sam and Gollum—they see the the evil army like leaving the the city, and it's the guy who stabbed Frodo at some point. Is that what's next? Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's okay. a guy. Yeah, oh, oh the, the, okay. The, the so witch king guy the, who
1: stabbed Frodo at some point Gandalf that I, that and, I have yeah. completely forgotten. Cause,
0: Gandalf and Pippin yeah. are standing on the battlements, and Pippin's like, everything will be all fine. You're here. And Gandalf is like, Yeah, sure. I don't know about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, everything will be great.
0: <laughs> Look. They have this thing called the Witch King of Agmar, and he's like real bad, and no one can kill him. Well, let me put it this way: no man can kill him. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Rem- did you Did you hear me say Re- that, audience? No man. Remember, I'm not going to emphasize the key word in that sentence because it's a surprise <coughs> yeah. to the three people who haven't read the Remember book. Remember that
1: technicality, <laughs> that 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 great piece of writing for later.
0: Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh, I see what they did. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant storytelling, J.R.R. They
0: did. It is. Think about when it was written. It was the 1950s. There wasn't a dude reading it who was going like, yes, you know, men can exist. And then at the end, it's a woman. They're like, boo. Yeah. You can't criticize something that old for being unoriginal because it hadn't happened previously. Yeah. If anything, if it had happened now, shitty fanboys would have said, oh, well, she's just Mary Sue. Just <laughs> How dare J.R.R. Tolkien put lgbtq but, woke culture in this in this fucking uh, story just
1: go go make up some more stupid names for things
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> they talk about the witch king they show the witch king getting all dolled up and <laughs> putting on and, his helmet um, putting on that his has helmet. eye holes even
1: though he doesn't have eyes whatever
0: and Gollum has led them all the way up to Spooky Castle. Yeah. And he's like, hey, we got to climb up these stairs. And they're like, what stairs? And they show it like a sheer vertical stairway. And it's not <laughs> oh. really stairs. It's just more like, you know, the ultimate rock climbing yeah. wall at your local gym. Exactly. That just goes up for miles. And he's like, see, I'm great. Let's go. And uh, while they're doing that, they see the doors open. <clears throat> and it's meanness more and all of the uh all of the, the ugly grossest things come pouring out and uh you know the witch king is flying on on uh, on one of his beasts and they climb who oh bad things are coming huh, Steve? yeah
1: boy bad things are coming mm-hmm. yeah
0: and the climb and the climb and the climb and um then we cut to Osgiliath, don't we? I, I don't... Yeah, I think yeah. we cut to Osgiliath, where Faramir is. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. they're supposed yeah. to be trying trying to hold this pile of rubble together, because it's the only city that's closest to Mordor, and is, it's literally about to fall. And then the orcs show up in boats, and guess, guess what happens? Steve? The
1: orcs kill everybody and take over the city. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: no, know, some of the guys get oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, Faramir yeah, gets, Faramir
1: away, gets away, yeah.
0: Anyway, Gandalf really wants the steward of Gondor to light the signal fire that will tell uh, uh, King Theoden, "Hey, we need help." Right. right. And and um, the steward of Gondor's like, "Fuck you and fuck them. I, we don't need help. Oh, we're fine." And so he gets Pippin to climb up there and set the fire. Yeah. And then we get this great thirty-minute sequence of all the signal fire fires going on. Huh, yeah,
1: I love that. And it's totally necessary for the story too.
0: (laughs) Well, they didn't have cell phones, Steve. How else were they? Just have
1: the fucking signal be tall enough that they can just see it. Why does we have to see it get lit like three different times? How tall
0: does it have to be? I don't
1: know. It's a made-up story. Just make up something. Set the
0: moon on fire?
1: Just make up something to save me some time. Work with me here.
0: (laughs) But they're stirring music. Uh, Oh,
1: oh, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, they see the signal, and... Aragorn's...
0: No, Aragorn sees it. Aragorn sees it. And he runs in, and he says, Hey, Theoden, Gondor calls for help. Were you going to do it? And and he goes, sure. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) We're all fucking dead anyway. We're all fucking dead dead anyway. (laughs) Why not? Why prevent the inevitable? And he goes, okay, we're going to get everybody together. We're going to ride. We're going to go there. We're going to hopefully be there in three days. You cut back to Osgiliath and it's still getting its ass kicked. <laughs> 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 there are orcs everywhere. There's was one orc that we don't get the name of. I, I Well, we might get his name. He's like, he's got leprosy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a little screwed albino, up on the face, yeah. And he's got a voice like a cartoon character. <laughs> and um that's when they escape and, and uh and all of the guys with Osgiliath show up at Gondor and they show up at the White City and they're like, We got our asses kicked <laughs> And and oh yeah, we saw Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Oh wow, he's still alive? He's still part of this plot? Yes he sure. is and he's still alive. We saw him in the last movie and they're like, Oh great, tell me everything. And, oh, yeah, you're going to have to tell your dad. I know he doesn't like you very much, but you're going to have to tell him. He goes up there to tell his dad. And his dad's like, I don't love you. And uh, I wish you were I wish you were your brother. I wish you were your brother. And I want you to go take the city. And he's like, but that'll kill me. And he's like, good. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Go go do that. I'm glad
1: we understand each other.
0: (laughs) And uh, then we cut back to uh, some scene of... Them climbing the fucking of uh, Frodo and Sam and Gollum climbing the the stairs still. Yeah, and uh, they're all tucker.
1: Is that out. and is this this when Gollum like chucks their bread over the ledge and well, tries to frame prior Sam for this?
0: Gollum has been whispering in Frodo's ear that um, Sam is going to betray him and that he's been eating all the right. food because he's fat. Right. Yeah. He's the fat shaming fat one. And yeah. yeah. And now at this point, uh, he yeah. That's when he chucks the food off the uh, off the the ledge mm-hmm. and. You know, Frodo's like, where's all of her food? And then Gollum says, well, you know, look, he's got crumbs all over him. Because he put the crumbs there. Yeah. He did it. He ate all the food. I don't like eating it. It's gross. It's him. And they get in a big fucking argument. And Sam is just like, watch me kill him now. I'm <laughs> going to kill him now. But Frodo, the dipshit who is exhausted and under the influence of the ring and having listened to the really the wrong person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, um, Sam makes a fatal flaw and says, I could carry the ring for you. It's too too much for you. Out of sheer, uh, I think, a genuine place of wanting to help. Not because he wants the ring for himself. Says the wrong thing to the paranoid. And that's it. Frodo loses it. He says, I don't want you to He says, get out of here, yeah. Sam cries and breaks our hearts because this is the dude we all want to be. We want to be this loyal. We want to be this person, right? We imagine ourselves being friends to our best friends like this. Yeah. Despite them being shitty <laughs> we genuinely want to help and when, we're betrayed, when we, we betray Sam we're like fucking god damn call him
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and then we cut back Faramir's getting ready to go and uh, take out Skiliath, Pippin sings a rockin' tune from, from Middle Earth, <laughs> mm,
1: yeah another totally necessary <laughs> actually one scene. of
0: the most oh Jesus you have no soul in you, you have nothing inside of you do you while while the steward of Gondor sloppily ah, eats his food, yes,
1: subtlety. A very, it's a very subtle movie.
0: <laughs> at what point did a movie called Lord of the Rings need to be subtle? Steve? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Bergman film. Uh, it, you just... Don't. Oh.
1: Anyway, so yeah, he sings his song, and at least uh, he uh, sings his yeah. song. At least the song. At least the song be- he sings in in this scene is in English
0: that's true yeah. it's not, not it's not in in elvis it's not in some, not in some or...
1: stupid made up language it's not in... that, that <laughs> we have that we're forced to listen to for some reason <sighs> anyway but yeah and they, so they they ride into the to 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 As-Giliath and they get their asses handed to them they get their aunt, yeah. asses handed yeah. to them
0: and then we cut to uh you know to uh all the people from etarras they're, they're riding, they're getting ready, they're riding along, and uh, they're getting ready to uh, go. They're at an encampment, and uh, 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 what's his name? Aragorn sees a spooky place. Yeah. Ooh, and he's like, and he's what's like, that? Oh, that's spooky. Oh, and the horses are spooky, too. And in another tent, um, we're having kind of like a dress-up play <laughs> <laughs> between Mary and what's-her-face? I can't remember her name. Aowyn. What's going on? Aowyn, huh? right? Huh? Aowyn, Aowyn yeah. yeah. No, Arwin Arwen. Arwen? 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 And, yeah, Eowyn is the, um, no, you're right, it's, it's Eowyn. Yeah,
1: you're Arwen right. is the elf lady. I always get their names yeah. mixed up. I know, up. because they have similar names, because this is brilliant writing.
0: Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> when it's in book form and you can see like, it, Like, why can't, you, can't they just have, the why, why does it
1: have to be Boromir and Faramir? Why can't they be, like, Frank and Jack so we can tell them the fuck apart?
0: Because <laughs> Frank and Jack. <laughs> you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're trying to establish a history so it seems more believable that they have commonalities and you know, names are similar because blah, blah, back blah. in the you day, know, the, the, that's how people used to name people that the way. The
1: listeners can't see me, but I'm making the jerk-off motion with my hand right now.
0: He's been doing it since we started. My arm is really anyway. getting tired. <laughs> She's dressed him up in armor, yeah. and he's getting ready to go. And her brother aomer is like, you shouldn't do that. He can't fight. He's not. He, the, fighting is not for for weak, stupid people. You, okay, only only men can take the blood and guts of war. And she's like, I can do it. And he's like, What did you say? And she's like, Nothing. No, man, sh- 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 I'll show you, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you still saying something? I can't hear you. What? <laughs> uh
0: huh. And um. Then Aragorn wakes up and they're like, hey, you got a visitor. And he goes into a tent. And who's there? It's
1: Elrond, the the head elf.
0: Elrond. And he's kind of pissed off because his daughter has decided, I'm staying behind to marry a guy who's going to die. And then I'm immortal and I've made a terrible life choice. But you can't. Don't you tell me what to do, Pop Pop. And you remake that sword. And he goes, hey, here's a sword. And he gives it yeah. to him. And he's like, here's your magic sword. Yeah, here's, <laughs> We've here's your
1: magic sword, and take this and go into that spooky passage that the horses to. are scared of, um, because there's because <laughs> there's people in the mountain. Because the, the, part of the problem with...
0: He doesn't say that. He says that there are people there. We don't know the full no, story. No, he just today. says there
1: are people in the mountain, because part of the problem is that they don't have enough people. They know they don't have enough people. Even
0: between Even yeah. between, you know the the horse lords and even with gondor there's not enough they're people. out
1: they vastly outnumbered but yeah but the idea is well if
0: and they also know that there are corsairs coming up the river to also support you know these, the bad basically guys. these river pirates yeah, yeah bad morrie yeah. bad guys and he says, and that's what's down. If he goes down there, they, there's maybe we can control them, and they will join yeah. the fight. Yeah, and, and if he and, and if the, but the only if he has the them.
1: sword, then they'll recognize him as the rightful king, and they'll follow him. Is like the idea,
0: right? Because this tribe, this this whole tribe, turned their backs on a previous king and uh, broke their broke their oaths, and now they're doomed to be ghosts forever. And no one says what? <laughs> or, how did he do that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, okay.
0: Okay, so you want me to go get some ghosts for us to fight? How did did that conversation with Theoden go? I know you guys are all going to lay down your lives in a couple of days. Uh, Me, I got to go with my friends and go find some ghosts. Okay, so I'm going to go
1: recruit the ghosts to fight with us. Don't worry, everybody. It's all going to be fine.
0: (laughs) Everything is going to be Okay. Before he leaves, you know, uh, Arwen, Eowyn, Eowyn comes up and she's like, I don't understand why you can't see my lady.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're a dipshit, right? Look at this. Look at
0: this. (laughs) Yeah. Are you seeing this? And he he basically tells her, you don't know me. Basically, you don't know me. I'm, he doesn't have to tell her that he's in love with someone else. But he basically tells her the person you think I am. I am not that person. I'm leaving. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
1: be back with some ghosts, maybe.
0: I gotta go get some ghosts. Leave me alone. Then she has a nice little talk with uh, with Theoden, and Theoden's like, "I'm not coming back from this. So uh, you'll be in charge for the weeks that uh, transpire before uh, the before the before Sauron kills everybody." (laughs) (laughs) So a bye. And so now we follow them into the gorge, and he explains the whole thing about that. And then they have to go in a cave with skulls outside of it, and they all run into the cave. And then King Théoden is like, "Hey, everybody, let's beat cheeks. Time to go die. Back, yeah. Time to time to go die. Um, so what happens then?
1: Oh, Aowen uh, and Aowen is disguised as one of the soldiers, and she oh, and, right. and, and she, she takes Merin with as a her. Soldier.
0: Yeah. marry yeah. with her because she wants to fight too and, and she doesn't think it's fair that uh, he should be prevented from fighting because he's small. Yeah, he is small. He's also a fucking grown adult. Can you treat him like one, please? He's a little baby! <laughs> I know I know. he looks like a kid. He ain't one. He fucks. He's got a dick. He's been around. You need let to him leave go, him go. Let him go get killed. <laughs> if he wants to fight, he's gonna go fight. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, uh, Farmer's horse drags him back to the te- to the city, yeah. just as Gondor's army is approaching. Right? right, and they've got big, you know, tower things to get in the tower and stuff. And then we come back to the cave, and there's just spookiness in the cave. And then we meet all the ghost guys, mm-hmm. right? And Arag- Aragorn holds up his sword, and he says, "You're gonna listen to me because I'm the heir of the uh, whoever Isildur, and if you don't, ooh, I'll." <laughs> kill you again? I don't know I'll will I'll kill you. They don't really give an answer. Do they give an answer? No, they don't really give an answer to that. Right? I don't think so. We just kind of left there.
1: Although huh? it does seem like like Aragorn's sword is able to touch them. So like maybe he yeah, maybe because he, it is maybe a, he could it is a magic maybe sword. he could kill them twice like with the sword.
0: It's the yeah, it's the sword of the king. Uh meanwhile, Gondor is surrounded. And in maybe one of my favorite scenes, just because it shows how fucking screwy the uh, steward of Gondor is. He comes way out onto the ledge of the thing, looks out at the Pelennor Fields to see that they're surrounded by tens of thousands of orcs, and they all have you know catapults, yeah. and they've been throwing heads over the wall and all this other stuff. And he screams at them, "Flee! <laughs> Abandon your posts! Run for your lives!" And Gandalf ain't ain't taking that shit, and he beats him up, and he tells everybody, go to your post, get ready, because we're going to fight, and they do, and it goes real bad. It sure does. For a long time. (laughs) Because the other side, they've got the fell beasts that are flying over, knocking people over, and they got these big catapult things. I don't know what they're called. And they have those big things that will let orcs in, and the orcs get in, and everybody's fighting. Gandalf is fighting, and... um, you're like, shit, this, this, is this isn't bad. going well. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back, and we're all the way back on the top of the stairs with Frodo. Mm-hmm. And there's a cave with spider webs yeah, all over Yeah, and Gollum's and like, goes, there you okay, go. Yeah, let's go in go, here. Go it'll in be there. Great. It'll, be, it'll be great, because you'll die, and then I'll just take the ring off of your desiccated <laughs> corpse after the, the spider sucks all your juices out. <laughs> I mean, get in. Get in the cave, stupid. <laughs> and he goes in the cave. He... <laughs> and he immediately regrets yeah, it and starts apologizing to Sam who's not there.
1: Because it turns out in this cave covered in spider webs, there's a gigantic spider that lives there. Huh. Who would have thought?
0: And he now knows that Gollum has betrayed mm-hmm. him. And um meanwhile we cut to Sam, who's been trying to climb back down, and he gets down and he hits a ledge, and what's on the ledge He
1: so? finds the bread that was thrown away. And boy
0: does that piss oh, he's him not, off. He's don't not he. happy about that. <laughs> So we know he's starting back up the other direction, right. right? Meanwhile, back in the cave, Frodo takes out that little glass file that he got from Galadriel in the first in the first movie that makes light and it scares away the spider guy. It's, well, it's Shelob. Shelob's not a guy, but the giant spider, and um, he gets out and gets stuck in webs, and Shelob almost, almost all gets him a couple of times, he gets out, and then, then Gollum jumps out, and he's like, Maha, I'm going to kill you, and, and then he doesn't, and um, then he knocks Gollum in, into a crevasse, and oh, I bet he's, he's dead. He's definitely dead and for then, sure. i definitely sure. Yeah. Um, And then he falls down and has a weird dream about Galadriel because she needed to be in the movie. And (laughs) she helps him up on his feet, and he's going to keep going. Meantime, um, it's bad uh, because the steward of Gondor has decided to burn his living son alive. Yeah, because he he
1: thought he was dead, but but Pippin notices. He's like, no, he's not dead. He's alive. And and the steward is like, I told you he's dead. He's totally dead.
0: Yeah. He's dead, and I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to kill me, and we're going to burn it ourselves up. Meanwhile, stuff is attacking, still attacking the city, and now they're in the city, and people are getting killed. And we cut back to Frodo, and he's walking, and then that sneaky spider Uh-oh. stings him with the stinger, yep. and he falls down, and he gets wrapped up in yeah, webs. Yeah, he gets all webbed up. And and then who shows up? Steve? Sam. Who shows up to save everything? Sam shows up. <laughs> and does he run away from the spider like Frodo no, did? No,
1: he fights the spider.
0: What did he? He fights the fucking. He stabs it real and, good. Put him down, you filth! Yeah. <laughs> they have a fight, and then he stabs the spider, and the spider crawls away, and he's like, "That's right." Yeah, there's more
1: where that came from, spider.
0: He runs up, tries to peel away the, the webs, and it looks like Frodo's yep. dead. Yep. Yep. And he's like, very sad. Oh no! And then he has to hide because some orcs come.
1: Yeah, up? these are these are. And some yeah, exposition. the exposition orcs arrive. <laughs> oh, good, the exposition orcs are <laughs> here. Like,
0: I wonder what they're going to tell us. Oh, he's not dead. He's just he's just paralyzed. And then they take him back to his tower, and you're like, what? Oh,
1: good. Now Sam has to follow them back to that place before the movie can end. <laughs> I was hoping there'd be another subplot.
0: But we're also kind of like, oh, no, the orcs have the ring. You know, the thing they're trying oh, to Oh, yeah, that destroy. too. Yeah. Got back to Gondor. More fighting. Yep more more fighting and fighting and even more fighting and then, who shows up?
1: Uh, is this where Aragorn shows up?
0: This is when the Riders of Rohan Oh, show yeah, up.
1: that's right. Yeah, the, the Riders of Rohan show up and
0: and King Theoden is like let's kick their he ass. He gives a and big rousing like,
1: speech. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's less of a speech and more of a couple it's of like Let's,
1: let's go get killed. Look.
0: And they're like yes, might as well. <laughs> Fuck it. They blow their <laughs> horns, they, they charge in, and they start kicking some butt. Meanwhile, uh, Theoden and is still about to burn himself. Uh, Mary tells Gandalf. Gandalf rides all the way up to the top of the, the <laughs> I have thing, to do everything. Stops him. They save Faramir. And then the steward of Gondor catches on fire and runs the equivalent of two football fields <laughs> all the way to the edge of the thing to throw himself off, burning all the way down. You're like, good, I hated him. Um, more fighting. In which... They're like, hey, we did the first thing, yay, and then great big oliphants come. No, not Timothy Oliphants, although that's just as good. I wish there had been giant Timothy Oliphants who showed up. (laughs) And then they have to fight the Oliphants, and then... um, Oh, and Gandalf and and Mary have a brief discussion about the afterlife. and then what happens is uh, the Witch King uh, grabs Theoden's horse and knocks him around, and Theoden's down, and Eowyn has to fight the Witch uh-huh. King. Yeah. Right? And uh, the Witch King is scary, and he's got scary. He's got a scary mace, and uh, she's not doing too good. Then um, Mary, uh, Mary stabs him in the leg, and he goes ow, <laughs> and and then and then Aowen uh, stabs him in the face. Yes. Yep.
1: <laughs> and that does it
0: <laughs> and and he crumples like a tin fucking can and he's dead and you're like thank god but the in the act of doing it both eowyn and mary have been injured right okay and then we have a brief scene of with her and Theoden, and he and he's like i'm i'm dead U-i-a dead and then <laughs> you're like oh no and then there's more fighting and more fighting and then Aragorn shows up with his, his ghost patrol, and they all come come running out, and <laughs> they start killing lots of stuff, and they win the day! Hooray! And then Aragorn, in one of the stupidest moves in both the book and in the movie... Where they have an unkillable army, <laughs> says we don't need any anymore. You're fine.
1: are good. Wait, you wait. can go.
0: Someone, <laughs> that's because Gandalf wasn't there yet. He's like running. I've got to stop him. <laughs> wait, what are you doing? Before he makes it. S- Sauron is still alive.
1: <laughs> Tell them we need them for one more thing.
0: <laughs> he gets there just as they're oh, drifting dude. off into the God wind. God damn it! Fuck balls. Am
1: I the only smart one? <laughs>
0: And then um I don't know if the houses of healing is in the in the movie version but uh Pippin finds Merry yeah and takes him back to the thing Sam tracks the orcs back to the tower where there's almost nobody there because in a scene that's in the extended edition uh, empties out that whole place cuz the orcs fight each other but he kills a few orcs gets all the way up to the top of the tower finds finds uh I'm tired finds Frodo <laughs> Finds Frodo, he's half naked, kills the guy who's guarding Frodo, and Frodo's like, "It doesn't matter because I don't have the ring no more." And Sam's like, "Do you think I'm an idiot? What's wrong with you? I took the ring. I have it." And he's like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme the ring!" And there's a little bit of hesitation as Sam tries to give the ring back. A little bit, but he's too
1: pure of heart. He's not tempted that much.
0: He's not tempted that much, but the closer the ring is to Sauron, the stronger it is. And so he has a little bit of hesitation. Frodo is fucking like, this is my job, not your job. It's my job. You can't handle it. And he's like, motherfucker, you're lucky I even came back for you in the goddamn first
1: place. You're welcome, asshole.
0: Remember when you sided with the ugly liar instead of with your best friend from the last 30 years? (laughs) Fuck you. And he should have just thrown Sting down and walked off. But he didn't, because Sam is a good person. Anyway... What happens? Got back to Gondor, and they're like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We know that, we know that photo's somewhere, and I guess trying to get rid of the ring, we gotta do something." Yeah. And Aragorn's like, "I know what to do. Um, I'll distract Sauron." And they're like, "How?" And he said, "I'm gonna call him out on the Palantir." And he picks up the Palantir and he shows off the sword, and he says, "This is the this is the same sword that cut off your finger." And I'm coming for you. <laughs> you better watch out, cause I'm I'm gonna come and I'm gonna kick in the britches." <laughs> and Sauron's like, "Oh yeah," and he shows. Shows them some disturbing shit, and um, and that's it. They decide. Tell you what, we're gonna gather everyone we have. We're gonna ride for the gates of Mordor because that will provide a distraction, right. f- so that Frodo and Sam can make it to Mount Doom and destroy the right. ring. That's all we're doing. We're not trying to. We're not trying to win. We're not trying to lose on purpose. We know this is extraordinarily dangerous, but we're doing it for the greater good no, of we're everybody. Just, we're playing because for if we time. we don't get this yeah. shit done, exactly, because if we don't get this shit done, everybody's shit is gonna get fucked up. And so this is what this is what you know basically this is what leaders do and that's what made Eric makes Aragorn different is that he doesn't give a shit about becoming king he doesn't give a shit about power or any of that shit he's trying to save lives right. and they're like okay and so they get all the guys together and they're going to go to the gate meanwhile um Sam and Frodo are now disguised as orcs there's a whole bunch that was not in the movie that's in the extended edition that thankfully we can jump over <laughs> <laughs> But things aren't looking good for them, you know. They're getting as they're getting closer, Frodo's getting weaker and worse. They've run out of water and Sam's yeah. like, Here you go, there's a few more drops and he drinks it. And he says, What about the trip home? And Sam's like, There's not gonna be a trip home. <laughs> okay, we're well, locked We ain't going. We're back. <laughs> locked in. We're fucking dead. I've made my peace with it for the most part. We're leaving and Frodo's too out of it to really recognize Anything that's going on, let's face facts if Sam did not have Frodo, Frodo would have died a long goddamn time. Oh, yeah!
1: Oh, yeah, he wouldn't have made it. Yeah,
0: uh, meanwhile, um, Aragorn and all the guys show up at the main gates, and like when we do, we knock or do we? I don't know, is there a bell? (laughs) We're just kind of out here. Gates open, there's the horde, right. Oh, yeah. At one critical juncture, the eye's looking around because it it knows something's up. It's looking around Mordor trying to find Frodo and Sam. They fall down to hide from the the eye, the gaze of Sauron. And then that's when Aragorn comes out and flashes his sword around. He has a nice big speech to the guy saying, We're going to die, but let's do it great, okay? Um, and then I will admit it, the hits keep coming. He's standing there, there's the entire horde coming out of the gates of, of fucking Mordor, and he turns to every, he turns basically to Mary Pippin to his primer companions. Says, For Frodo, I pause the movie to go cry in the bathroom with a towel in my mouth. <laughs> I come back up, he charges out, they all charge out. And now they're all fighting, they're all fighting. Fighting, fighting, and then we cut to the scene that um, I have to pause and come back three days later for, where <laughs> Frodo has has finally fallen, and Sam is trying to remind him of the things from home that are great, right? Can he asks, you, Do you remember any of this shit? And Frodo can't. He's like, all I see is the Eye of Sauron all the time, when I'm awake, when I'm asleep, I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when Sam says, if uh, I can't carry it for you, then I'll carry you. And Sam, fully cementing that he is the hero of this fucking movie, picks Frodo up and starts climbing his, both of their tired asses up this mountain of lava. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going bad on the fight in front of the gate. There's all this stuff. Oh, but hey, guess what? There's eagles coming. Because I guess Gandalf oh boy. said, hey, eagles.
1: <laughs> hey. Gand. Uh, this is the part of the movie. There's always a part in each of these movies where Gandalf suddenly remembers that he has magic.
0: Yeah. Well, he. Uses, it, oh, yeah.
1: I can do magic.
0: He does magic in this movie too. When remember when they're leaving Osgiliath, um, when the guys are fleeing Osgiliath and they're being chased by the fell he has that light that shines out, and he does
1: the light thing. He's not
0: a fucking Harry Potter wizard, and that's what <laughs> you want. And like, I fruit. can make food out of nothing. Why couldn't you do it in book three when we were starving instead of Shut up! Shut up!
1: You're thinking too hard about this shit.
0: (laughs) You just answered your own question. You're (sighs) thinking too hard about this shit.
1: Uh, at this point in the movie, I wasn't thinking at all.
0: No, you weren't. You were probably My not even were, watching I the like I was like Frodo.
1: I was like Frodo. All I see is this fucking movie.
0: Um, uh-oh, as they're climbing up the side of the hill, guess what happens? Gollum shows up, and he starts hitting people on the head with rocks, and he gets sliced, and Frodo's like, thanks for the ride, I feel better, and he starts scrambling towards the entrance of Mount Doom. Him and Sam fight some more. Sam gets into Mount Doom, and there is Frodo standing at the precipice holding the ring, right? Yep. And Sam's like, are you gonna? Do the thing. Do (laughs) do the thing, dude. And we're like, yeah, do the thing, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on! Do
0: the fucking thing. And he turns around, and he's like, nope, the ring's mine. I'm
1: doing this other thing.
0: Guess what? Evil wins at the end, motherfuckers! You've read three books, and this is the lesson I'm imparting to you. <laughs> Sucka! Ultimate power corrupts ultimately, no matter how good the person is at the beginning. He puts the ring on, and he disappears. Sam has... his whole world collapses, because <laughs> now he's got to kill Frodo.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, great.
0: You know he would have done it, too. He would have tried to save him, but... Um, But then Gollum shows up, hits Sam in the back of the head. What's always great is watching this movie with people who are invested in the characters at this point. They literally, people who are this invested, when Frodo puts on the ring and then Gollum hits Sam on the back of the head with a rock, people start emotionally collapsing at this point because they're like, wait a minute, is this movie going to end like this? (laughs) Everybody dies? Well, not quite. Gollum sees Frodo's footprints, jumps on his back, bites off his fucking finger to get at the ring... He's super happy. Um, Frodo's like, oh, no, you didn't. And then they start struggling over the ring together. This did not happen in the books. Struggling over the... What happens in the book is Gollum is so happy and he's jumping around dancing that he slips off the edge of the cliff and falls in. Anticlimactic. Yep. Airtight <laughs> so writing.
1: Air t- once again, airtight storytelling.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: From a truly master writer I'm who has not been overrated you. at all.
0: Have you read the books? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some of the some of the greatest books in in history when one described by someone not using their without reading it out loud they can sound pretty dumb, Steve. You know okay.
1: that. Okay. Okay, I know. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, they struggle over over it. They both go over the ledge. You're like, "Oh no, they're both dead." No. Frodo's hanging on, but Smeagol goes all the way down and he gets to enjoy 3 nanoseconds with the ring before he hits <laughs> <laughs> it's the lava. <sighs> well, it's taking a little time for the ring to melt, though. Um, yeah, because it's, it's so, just kind of floating there. Yeah, it's so super <laughs> evil. Um, for a minute, you think Frodo's going to commit suicide. Sam tells him, you better not, or... And so then he lifts Frodo up, they run out of the thing, the the ring is destroyed, Um, you see the the Sauron's tower collapse, the eye explodes, everyone's like, yay, there's a convenient crevasse that opens up underneath his hordes of of evil guys, and everyone's like, yay, they did it, yay Frodo! And then they see the mountain explode, and they go,
1: shit, whoops! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit
0: but Frodo and Sam have jumped on to this kind of like this ledge of lava rock they're surrounded by lava and they're like that's it we're done we're dead we're done we did it Frodo's free he can tell that the ring is gone he's starting to come back to himself he's remembering things about the Shire meanwhile See, I'm having a fucking meltdown because all of his dreams are gone. <laughs> He's like, I want to get married. I want to do so many things. This is that girl that I fell in love with, which is heavily expanded upon in the extended editions, but we barely even mention in these ones. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And we get the first false ending. Yeah. Because someone, you would think, you would think that Peter Jackson understands that a slow fade out, Feels like an ending, doesn't
1: yeah, it, Steve? <laughs> it sure, it sure does. On Every the single time it happens, it feels like an ending. I know,
0: and there's a lot of them. But our first false ending is the two of them sitting on the rock where they say, "I'm glad um, I'm here with you, Samwise yeah. Gamgee." At the end of all things, bittersweet ending, but an ending, right? Mm-hmm. They did the thing we wanted them to do. Now we just have to assume Frodo and Sam die on the side of the mountain, and everyone else can go fuck off, right? <laughs> But, then we see that Gandalf rides some eagles down and they pick him up, and then we see that he's flying over the thing, and they're like, oh, okay. And then um, he wakes up, and he's back in, I think, Rivendell. I'm not sure where he, maybe Gondor. I think it's Gondor. And he's like, he sees Gandalf, and he's like, Gandalf, what the fuck? You've been alive and you haven't helped me at all? What the hell have you been doing? You <laughs> son of a bitch! And he's you know, he's just happy to see him. And then all of his companions come in, and they're like, yay! And they're all happy and fun, except Frodo and Sam give each other a look, don't they?
1: Yeah, they've been through some shit.
0: They've been through some harsh, harsh fucking shit. And they're not as happy as everybody else is. But, you know, and then yay, and it fades out. And you're like, oh, good. And you start getting up, and then, what's happening now? (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's right, Aragorn has to become king. And so he gets the crown put on his head and um and that's when Arwen shows up and they kiss and they're, and you're like, Go oh, on, he's king and getting a kiss and they're gonna fuck soon. Hooray <laughs> And um Eowyn is there and she's now hooked up with Faramir, which we saw in a cutscene and you didn't see, so fuck you audience. <laughs> Just deal with it. And they come around, and they're the hobbits. And the hobbits bow. And then, you know, Aragorn, showing what a fucking awesome king he is, says, no one bows to you. And then he bows, and everybody bows to the hobbit, right? Right. And you're like, yay! And then, thankfully, it doesn't fade out. You get a transition cut to the map, and we go back to Hobbiton, and they come back to Hobbiton. And, uh, you know, no one in Hobbiton knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> they're right. Like Who are these assholes coming back? Oh, it's, it's Frodo. It's They uh, look <laughs> Oh, hey, hi. Are they wearing armor? What in the hell's going on? And they go to the... Now, I don't can't remember. I think this scene is in the movie, but it could be an extended ship where they're all in the tavern. Yeah, right? that's
1: in the movie. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: And they're all sitting there and they're not really talking. You know, the tavern is... People are still f- fucking pumpkins or something. I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but, you know, whatever <laughs> Hobbits doing, do
1: doing something with those pumpkins and it's making them awful happy <laughs> he's
0: shining one up pretty good uh he's so they're all just talking and they're sitting around just staring at each other over drinks yeah and this is where tolkien's world one world war one experience really starts influencing both the book and the movie because this is what was covered extensively was after you've been through a lot of shit you just don't go home Right, Right. And they're all just sitting around and then Sam sees the lady that he wants, Rose, and he gets a boner and he goes up and he's going to talk to her. Yay! And then we see that um, he gets married to her. Hooray! So they're fucking and, and then we see... Uh, we see Frodo at home, and he's writing in his book. He's writing about what what they went through and all that shit. And uh, he still carries pain from when that, that fucknut stabbed him, when the Witch King stabbed him. It still hurts him from time to time. And this entire time, he seemed happy-ish for the most part. But he's also kind of like not feeling everything, right? Not right. as much as everybody else. Did. And he just seems kind of bluff. And Sam comes over, and he's like, what's going on? And he says, I left a little bit in here for you to fill out. And he's like, duh, okay. I don't think. And now it turns (laughs) out that uh, the final elves are leaving. They're going off to their wherever, going off into the west. And they're they're letting Bilbo go, too. Right. And Bilbo's gotten really, really, really old. Right. And just to make matters worse, they're sitting in the carriage, going out there, and Bilbo's like, oh, whatever happened in that ring? And <laughs> and Frodo's like, I'll never be free of it if I'm like his age, and I'm still thinking about the fucking ring. Right. And he's like, oh, I lost it. And he's like, oh, shit. Anyway, they get <laughs> Fuck. there. They get there, and Gandalf is like, I'm leaving too, bye. And everyone's like, really sad. And then Bill, and then Frodo goes, I'm going too. And everyone loses their shit. <laughs> <laughs> they all start crying, and why is Frodo going?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> for some reason. I have no idea.
0: He says, we saved the Shire, but not for me. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He's been too through, through too much. He's too internally injured to be able to enjoy the Shire the way he once did. He can't go back to his regular life um, because of what he experienced. So hopefully, you know, he's going to go with the elves. He's going to go off and hopefully be happy again. Frodo's like, whatever. (laughs) He's crying. Everybody's (laughs) crying. They say goodbye. Frodo Frodo gets on the boat, and he goes, and he leaves, and then we see Sam, the actual hero of the movie, come home, see his wife and his kids, and then they close the door to their house, and then Steve finally cries because the movie's over (laughs) and he can leave he can't believe it's over the end Steve you hate it it's too long and you're not engaged great I loved it because I'm a simp the end we're done review over Go I ahead. do have some I do
1: have if some thoughts. If you have some
0: new takes on it, please go go for it.
1: Please. I do I do have some thoughts.
0: But if you want if it's the same thing, just listen to the end of the the, oh. the, the last the last one.
1: Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's Let not it's, the same. It's okay. not the same thing. Okay,
0: great. Great, great, great.
1: So, um here's the thing. I don't agree with Randall from Clerks about everything. <laughs> but having now seen all three films of this series, Mm -hmm. I do think that Randall is right on the money about Lord of the Rings. When he says in clerks Two those fucking Hobbit movies were boring as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, I will, I will go ahead and stipulate right up front as I did when we reviewed the previous two, uh, to the artistry, And the hard work that obviously went into making this film and all three of these films, they were clearly a labor of love. They are a very impressive technical accomplishment. And in this third film in particular, there are some shots uh, among the ones that don't look like cutscenes from a goddamn video game that are very well done like the shot i particularly i I, i'm thinking particularly of the shot of gandalf gallop it's the shot where he when when he makes his little staff light up yeah uh when he's galloping on horseback across the plain to join the army and the camera is like following behind him Mm -hmm. and then like the the horse changes direction to sort of because he's kind of riding in from the side so he changes direction so he can he can gallop alongside the the Mm -hmm. the army and that's a really really well done shot Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and it's exciting and it's great um And the actors all do good work, you know, um, whatever that even means in this movie. Like, the actors all do good work. They're good actors. Um, They're good actors, and they clearly are much more attached to this material than I am. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, even poor Orlando Bloom, who gets almost nothing to do yeah. in this movie. except uh, I, I assume he has more to do in the extended cut, but in, this, in, the, in the theatrical cut, he, there are a couple of lines that he gets. They're almost all ridiculous, cringe-inducing lines mm-hmm. where he has to say the stupidest thing you can imagine and say it like he means it. And he mostly does a good job with it. Um, I said at the end of our last episode that I did not expect this film to be as bad as a Star Wars prequel. And that turned out to be true. This is mm. film... It is not as bad as a Star Wars prequel. It has but a here's plot what... you
0: can follow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but here's what surprised me, given the reputation of this film and the mountain of praise and awards that were heaped eagerly upon it following its release. I found this film, Return of the King, to be by far the worst one of the trilogy. Like, it's not even close. Like, the other two I found, as we discussed when we reviewed them, the other two I found to be overlong and tedious, but I, I respected their artistry, even if I never really gave a shit about anything that was happening. This movie actively got on my nerves in several ways that the other two didn't.
0: Because you knew it was ending and it wasn't.
1: (laughs) Well, well, well. Here's the thing. First and foremost, first, first and foremost, and you you know, you we've already talked about this, and you've already made the joke. But I mean, the movie is way too long. It's too long. The trilogy is too long. The trilogy is exactly two movies too long. In fact, Uh, but the only one of all of these plots in these movies, the only plot that I even remotely give a shit about is Frodo and Sam. Um, That's the central plot. That's the heart of the story. Has the most weight. Yeah. Frodo and Sam are the best characters with the most interesting journey, the most interesting relationship to each other. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just a distraction that feels like it's only there because they wanted to make an epic movie and they knew if they cut out all the pointless bullshit from the books, the Tolkien nerds would start a riot, by which I mean they would piss and moan about it on message boards while still going to see the movie four or five times. There's enough story here for one movie, one two-hour movie, and instead, to get to the end of that one movie's worth of story, I have to sit through three movies, three overlong, ponderous, pretentious, self-indulgent, though very well-made movies, so that by the time we get to the end of that one story, I don't really care about that either, because in order to get to that ending, I've had to sit through 12 hours of extraneous horseshit and here's the thing that here's another here's the thing that really annoyed me is this movie this third movie isn't just content with resolving the plot threads that began in the previous two films it's got to introduce new shit so we get all the stuff with the guy the steward guy who rules Mina's tirith who doesn't Uh want to give up the throne to aragorn who goes nuts when he thinks his son dies and tries to burn the son and himself alive and then gandalf shows up in time to save them both and then decides fuck it and lets the guy burn to death anyway um oh and before all that happens we get that that the scene i'm Complained about already about Pippin singing the fucking song and yeah, yeah. with the build up to the battle scene and the guy sloppily eating his dinner because, you know, his soldiers are out there dying to defend his city. But he's in his castle pigging out because he's evil. See, you get it. You get it. He's evil. Um, and then there's Aragorn's side quest into the mountain to recruit an army <laughs> of fucking ghosts. To fight with them. Yes, that's a thing that actually happens Uh in this movie. An army of ghosts that's a part of this movie that we're apparently supposed to take seriously. Thank God Aragorn showed up to save the day with his fucking ghost army Mm -hmm. in this Best Picture winner. So all that extra bullshit adds to the interminable length of the thing. And and so do all the moments where a character in the movie, usually Gandalf, does the thing where he solemnly comments on some shit that either just happened or is about to happen. Mm -hmm. So we know how important it is. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think I made a similar joke the last time we, we when we reviewed Two Towers, which is if you cut out moments like that and all of those kinds of lines, like where Gandalf solemnly intones, like, at last the battle begins, or, mm-hmm. you know, thus dies some guy with a stupid made-up name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie you cut out all that and this movie is probably about 15 minutes long because there's just um and then and then finally finally we come to the parade of never-ending endings and mm-hmm. and i knew about this from reading reviews of the movie because even people who really oh, yeah. love this movie when mm-hmm. it came out they complained about how it just never ends even me? um yeah and so i knew it was coming I wasn't quite prepared for how irritating it
0: was (laughs) you didn't start finding it hilarious as it kept going
1: um well i mean so okay so they 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 there's the one that you said was the first false ending where they toss the ring yeah and 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 it saves the day because Mm -hmm. this is like this is basically plotted like a b movie because you know they 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 blow up they they destroy the ring and all the bad guys like go away and it's like oh poof everybody's you know yeah um which and they get rescued. The so. And they get rescued by the. They get rescued by the eagles. And they go back. And, fr- and there's that, that scene that Frodo wakes up, and the Fellowship is there. You know, and they have their nice reunion. Yeah. And that and that should be the ending. But no, we have the scene where Aragorn gets crowned king, and he sings his dopey song in his dopey made up language. And then and then there's the scene where everybody <laughs> bows. And then there's the scene where everybody bows to the hobbits. <laughs> right. And that's a nice scene. Yeah. And that should be the ending. Yeah. But no, we dissolve to that shot of the fucking map. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to the Shire and then there's another kind of a night in theory, at least it's a nice scene of them at at the local at the at the bar. And it's the four of them sitting together and they have that moment, you know, where it's like it's the four of them and everybody else is going around life. Life goes on as usual. But the four of them have been changed forever by their adventure. And it's like what you said, you know, you go home, but you can never really go home. Right. And that should be the ending. Mm-hmm. But no, it keeps going. So we can see Sam get married and Frodo can do his voiceover that spells out all the shit that was just implied <laughs> in the bar scene. Yeah. And, and then they go to the harbor so Bilbo can get on a boat to go with the elves and Gandalf is leaving and Frodo is leaving and the ship sails away into the sunset and the movie fades to white. Yeah. And that should definitely be the ending. But no, We fade back in, and I literally said, oh, my God, out loud on my couch (laughs) at this point so we can get even more voiceover from Frodo, and we can see Sam come home to his fucking family, and they Mm -hmm. go inside and close the door, and that's finally, finally, finally the fucking ending. So even after all that, I will not say that I hate this movie because I don't. There's there's nothing offensive about it or morally repugnant about it. And it is far from the worst movie we've reviewed on this show. Mm. But I will say this. I don't get it. Mm. I I, I don't get why people love these movies so much. I don't get why they made so much money. I don't get why they're supposed to be so great. They're, They're very, very impressive technical accomplishments. There are fleeting moments of beauty and grace and tension and excitement throughout. Mm -hmm. But those moments are buried under so much tedious, ridiculous bullshit that it's difficult to enjoy them even when they do pop up. So Mm -hmm. ultimately, this movie and this trilogy as a whole is a reminder to me, if I needed one, why i do not enjoy high fantasy as a genre because i mostly find it to be boring and pretentious and above all else i find it to be silly and it's not like
0: it here's the thing you like high fantasy when it's short and funny if
1: if it's really short (laughs) like
0: Beastmaster,
1: (laughs) and really funny yeah
0: yeah beast well yeah if it has a
1: sense of humor about itself Mm -hmm. which this absolutely does not no um And but it's 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 not it's the worst kind of silly. It's not the fun kind of silly that I can enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of because normally
0: I think in a movie that you would like a dude randomly showing up with a ghost army, it would be silly enough for you to enjoy. But couched in the length of this, at this point, it's taken itself so seriously that a dude showing up with a ghost army is just ridiculous.
1: That's it. It's it's all yeah. It's 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 about the tone and it's about it's it's. Yeah, the ghost army, there's nothing wrong with having a ghost army. No. There's something wrong with having a ghost army and expecting me to think that it's anything other than fucking ludicrous. But it was
0: never set up. Pro- okay, I'll use Beastmaster as an example okay. again. The bat people yeah. that show up at the end of Beastmaster who are ridiculous. Just show up at the end and save everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's done in such a way, and the tone of that of that movie is in such a way that you're like, "Fuck it, yeah, great. This is the this is actually turning out to be the most awesome scene in the movie is when the bad <laughs> people show up, because we were we were hinted we we were introduced to them at the beginning of the film, and now we're getting them at the end of the film. These guys yeah. wholly exist only in this movie. They're never mentioned or even alluded to in the previous six hours of yeah. film so it, they seem very incongruous yeah
1: right? and like and i guess they get they, they they get there on a boat he takes a boat full he, he, okay <laughs> ghosts get on the boat like it's just so it's so stupid it's so <laughs> fucking stupid i can't i cannot even fathom how fucking stupid it is And,
0: and, get there and somehow and,
1: yeah um <laughs> you know okay ghosts get on the boat we're gonna sail to the fucking city and then you're gonna going to run through the wall of the boat uh, but anyway so yeah no um it's yeah i it's i i i i'm the thing that that annoys me the most about it is that it apparently expects me to take it seriously and i just i just can't do it mm-hmm. i just can't do it so there you go
0: mm-hmm. you know things like friendship loyalty and self-sacrifice are foreign to some people <laughs> steve is one of those people I'm Just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I love
0: this movie. And it is the ending. And boy, does it have some fucking flaws. Uh, The multiple endings is very annoying. I understand why they did it. He needed to stop using that fade-out. Because that that fade-out indicates to everybody watching, oh, it's over. He needed to do some sort of transition or some sort of cut rather than a fade-out. And you would think that he'd be an experienced enough director to not use it. But he did. I understand why he needed to get to the ending point, because he wanted the ending that was in the book. He didn't do the same thing for the beginning of the book, for the beginning of the movies, <laughs> to match the beginning of the book, but he wanted that final scene with Sam saying, well, I'm home, and then the door closes. Because that's, that's how the book's end. Right. <sighs> He wanted to make sure that he got that final thing with Frodo not being able to return home, and ultimately he's the one that's the most scarred, right? Uh Great. Great stuff. I agree with Steve. Great stuff. I will also agree that it went on a little bit too long after the main event. The main event, destroying the ring, okay? Uh I like that Frodo couldn't do it in the end. I think that's a bold choice for when this, when this book was written, and it's a bold choice even now, that ultimately he is powerless against the ring's corruption, that the ring promises great power, and it's almost impossible for someone to throw that away, right? It's an indictment on people, I'll tell you that much, <laughs> uh, because everyone is terrified. The, the, the indication of, of this is powerful leaders are afraid of that kind of power and stay away from it. That's the idea. Um, you know, Aragorn in in movie one recognizes that. And he's like, yeah, get that shit away from me. <laughs> nope. Same thing with Gandalf. Gandalf is like, no fucking way am I touching that. Um, so, I mean, I still appreciate the themes. I appreciate the filmmaking. I don't think that it's pretentious like Steve does. Um, I think that they thought they were telling this great, big, epic story as best they can, right? And a lot of the dialogue that's in there in from the book can seem very pretentious when it's spoken out loud. Not all of it is the book's fault because the writers really did write a whole lot for this that isn't present in the book and that can be misconstrued as being kind of super pretentious. I agree that all of these movies could have been tightened up. When I watch these movies again, the movies that I like and get excited about aren't the great big battles. You know, it's what's great about is, for me, is the speech that Theodon gives right before they make the charge. The charge itself, while great, is is not the reason why I watch the movies. I don't watch the movies to watch a whole bunch of orcs fight a whole bunch of people. It is the character-related stuff that are the highlights in the film. You know, when Sam picks up Frodo, when Frodo was, like, fucking just dying. <laughs> he's just dying, <laughs> trying to get to this fucking... when When Sam comes to the realization that they have no food and no water and they're not going back, but he's going to do it anyway... Those are the those are the scenes that stand out, and for a lot of fans, those are the scenes that stand out. When people do ret- retrospectives of this, they'll go, "Oh, it's so fucking awesome when Eric, when when fucking." Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his name. When the fucking elf guy jumps on that elephant, kills like 90 guys then falls down and he jumps off and then Gimli says that still only counts as one. That was the greatest, you know, when the guy crumples up like a tin can and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, the scenes that a lot of people go back to are Theoden talking to Eowyn when he's dying or... You know, uh, uh, Pip and finding Mary on the battlefield because he's scared that that he's dead, or you know, all of the character interactions with each, with each other are the things that keep people coming back. It is not the battle sequences. It's not you know, oh look at that, This Witch King looks so cool and he's so scary. It's none of that shit. It's the interactions between the characters, and if you can't find a way into the characters like Steve couldn't, this movie be- would um, it would become one of those chores that your best friend. Makes you do every year. Now, I would like to point out that Steve and I are best friends, and we couldn't disagree about this film more, right? Right, right. I have all the swords to this movie. I have all of the extended editions of this movie that I that I, that I I watch every year. I read The Lord of the Rings once every year. I have it almost memorized. It's really neat that one of the houses of Rohan is Harding, and I, 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 I highlight that on... <laughs> only thing, because I think it's cool. Um, you know, I, I think that if I co-hosted this with Stephen Colbert, this would be the most boring podcast ever, because oh we'd be lost in minutia and we'd never return. We wouldn't care about anything else. And that's one of the things. I think there are a lot of fans who are fans of the movies, and nothing else. They view them as very entertaining, kind of emotional films, especially if you get attached to the characters. When Aragorn turns to everyone else and says, for Frodo... That is emotional to me because of the showing of what's at stake in Middle Earth. I've taken it in. I know it's important, and this sense of personal sacrifice just to get a thing accomplished. Because you know for a fact that you have a friend that's in hell trying to do something <laughs> to better everyone. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna step up. Although it wasn't really solidified in the, in the book, the friendship between. Um, Legolas and Gimli, at that final scene when they're getting ready, I know the, the dialogue is a little hokey, but when um, Gimli says, I can't believe I'm going to die um, uh, standing beside an elf... And, and Legolas says, what about standing next to a friend? And he says, I can do that. That affects me because I care about the characters. If you don't care about the characters, that's the corniest line you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> and you don't give a shit. And I can see why people don't give a shit. So do I hate Steve? Because he now that he's seen the whole trilogy, he didn't have a miraculous change because he saw what <laughs> the end result of all the story plots were? No, of course not. I hoped it. I might have even prayed about it. But... <laughs> It doesn't matter. (laughs) None of Steve's opinions affects me personally for my love of of this material, um, of the movies and everything else. Um, The thing that I do dislike about Lord of the Rings is that it really has set the schedule for movie production companies for the last 20 years, in which franchises everything. If we didn't have Lord of the Rings and we didn't have Harry Potter, we wouldn't have the Marvel films, okay? Right. And that's been good. I've enjoyed the Marvel films. Still, Steve has enjoyed the Marvel films. We we you know very much. We've had a good time watching them. Um, you know, all of these interconnected, long, long-scale storytelling through uh, several different movies. <clears throat> but it's kind of destroyed other films that Steve and I like to watch, which are smaller scale mm-hmm. or dramas or maybe they're a little artistic or trying to say things in a different way. There's been a lot of films that have been coming out that don't get the attention like they used to because they're not the ten Franchises that all the other studios are chasing. And we didn't have that prior to this. Lord of the Rings, and Lord of the Rings wasn't trying to do that. Lord of the Rings was just thankful that they got a chance to make three movies. That was it. They were like, thank you for letting us tell the story the way we wanted to tell it. <clears throat> Harry Potter Harry Potter was gonna make money no matter fucking what. I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. But I mean, it was still in the same thing. Seven films altogether. Wasn't it? Was it seven movies? I can't eight. remember. I think it, it was, was it eight, eight.
1: Because they did two movies out of the Oh, last they had book.
0: to yeah, because they had to have a two parter. And I mean, I will clearly say it, Uh, if I had to choose between the two, I much prefer Lord of the Rings over Harry Potter. And not just because of that awful woman, but because (laughs) after eight movies, I was kind of like, why? Why? (laughs) Why? why is this guy still alive why is their world like this they gave me so much time to think about the world of Harry Potter that I started to poke holes in it and go this is a shitty place <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't want to live in the magical world of Harry Potter have you seen their criminal justice system it's awful <laughs> but um, we'll get away from that because now we're going to have to start doing those films now that we've got these out of the way oh uh, boy yeah I know Um, I'll agree. It's a little overlong. Could have been tightened up in several places. Um, I'm not going to use the excuse. Then it wouldn't be accurate to the books. They're not accurate to the books now. There's so many things. Okay, Aragorn was never conflicted about becoming king. Ever. That was put in there by, by Fran Walsh and by Uh, by the director and by... They they had to give him something, okay? Otherwise, Aragorn would have been tedious. If Aragorn had started off, I'm going to be king one day, and that was the thing that he had to do over three movies, we wouldn't like, fuck Aragorn, I don't care about him. They had to add in conflicts for him in order for him to become an interesting character, or at least interesting enough to follow. But in the end, with all of these characters introduced, and all of these other, you know, all of their plot lines that we had to watch out, no matter how how weak or strong they were the one that we spent the most time with was frodos right mm-hmm. Aragorn became king They stuck the fucking crown on his head He's done, marry Arwen the end That's the end of his plot thing We didn't have to follow him into old age When he dies, she's crying all over the place We didn't have to follow, fuck that It was Frodo's journey And I think Steve is right in some ways In some ways Frodo's journey would have been much more interesting And we just followed Frodo from beginning to end People came into his adventure And they came out of his adventure But we we were focused on Frodo and Sam Right? That's interesting I have heard news that they are planning on doing a Lord of the Rings miniseries, Uh right? Yeah. That might actually be interesting for Steve, because it's like maybe an hour, and if he finds the characters interesting, he might be compelled to follow it, but we'll see. I think doing a miniseries, considering how dense the books are, I think is probably a good idea. Will Steve watch it? Probably not. But I know that there's enough fans <laughs> out there who probably will watch it, um, and they'll take their liberties, and Tolkien fans will get upset, because, you know, we like doing that every once in a while. Um <laughs> But yeah, I like it And if you guys haven't seen it, I don't know where you live I don't know what I. Did, but are movies illegal in your country? You get podcasts but not movies You're like, what is this Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I've not seen that well, All we get is, no lords in our country Only equals Now get back to work and eat your cabbage
1: <laughs> You know Jason It's possible what? that they didn't uh, see it Because they didn't, they didn't want to see it
0: Who Who? How did they escape it? <laughs>
1: Like the same way I did, by choice.
0: Oh, you mean you know, burying your head in the sand and going, la, la, la?
1: <laughs> well, you're just, not, you're just not watching it.
0: <laughs> Politely laughing at someone's uh, Lord of the Rings reference joke. Oh, wait a minute. You'd have to gather socially for that. Never mind. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Oh, I, I heard his feelings. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> I just picture you like at a party, and someone says some joke that's a reference to one of the films that you hadn't seen, and you laughing ha, <laughs> not knowing anything about yeah. it, <laughs> not, giving, not giving a shit.
1: <laughs> Good joke, nerd.
0: Can we can we joke about Star Wars now, or maybe Star Trek? I have a few zing, real zingers about Star Trek, and then like when we don't watch anything, like an Enterprise when no one's watched that ever. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so ha Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Huh. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna say classic, Steve says no. Right, Steve?
1: Uh yeah. No, I'm yeah, yeah no, it's not a classic, no. Yeah, so no, no.
0: There it is. <sighs> <laughs> we're done. I don't know where to go from here. I guess i better get on my boat. <laughs> hey,
1: get on your boat and go to wherever the elves were going.
0: To the undying lands.
1: That's sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be peaceful and nice there. That's why he had that big old shittany grin on his face as soon as he got on the boat. And it he was like, oh, thank God. Every time I look at your face, Sam, I think of pain and death and torture and stinky orcs and a spider that wants to kill me. And <sighs> So now it's time for us, it's now it's time for Steve to recommend a movie that he wants you to see. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Hey, Steve. What hey, movie buddy. Do you want, what movie do you want people to see?
1: I'm going rec- to recommend the movie that, should have won best picture instead of this one okay and that movie is lost in translation which was not which was nominated and didn't win and it's 17 years later and i'm still mad mad about it because lost in translation <laughs> lost in translation is not is not a perfect movie especially in terms of the way it, it depicts japanese people and it sort of otherizes tokyo and otherizes japanese culture there's some of that that now i can sort of see as kind of icky and kind of not the way it should be but at the heart of it it is it is a story about these two lonely people who find each other and form a bond and form a friendship and there's, you know, maybe a little tiny tiny tease of romance between them, but not really. It's more Gross. she's you know, like twelve. Yeah, and <laughs> and Bill Bill Murray got nominated for best actor for it and yeah. didn't win. And didn't but win. he gives an amazing performance, one of my favorite Bill Murray performances, um, that reminded us that reminded all of us that, you know, he's not just funny, he can also act. Yeah. And it's just it's it's one of my favorite movies from this period of movies. Like I, I, yeah. and it's Oh, you cannot. I cannot put into words how much more I like this movie than I like any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, I'm still I'm 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 still mad about it. I'll die mad Who about it. Who gives
0: a shit about the De- Academy Awards?
1: Because man, those are you like You know the- it's
0: never about quality. It's
1: well, about well, how no, much it's, ka-ching, ka-ching <laughs> the movie made. Definitely definitely not in this. If
0: one of the Ernest movies had made that much money, Ernest, the Ernest movie would have won the Academy Awards, no matter how bad it was. And Lost in Translation still would have lost.
1: Yeah. fuck hollywood but anyway that's (laughs) that's that's my recommendation if if and i i I highly doubt that Hmm. this is the case i i'm i'm sure there are a few people in our audience who feel similarly that i to how i feel but i I, i'm i bet most people are on are more on your side and think the lord of the rings is great and don't get why i don't get it but if if you are one of my i get
0: why you don't get it i'm not that's why i'm not angry
1: at you if you are one of my people and you and 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 you just continue to be uh, somewhere between annoyed and baffled uh, at, <laughs> at, at at these movies, um, and you want to see a movie from this and you want to see a movie from the same year that is everything that Return of the King is not. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I recommend, I highly recommend Lost in Translation. So and there you go.
0: I love Lost in Translation, except for its overt racism.
1: Anyway. Except for that. <laughs> Except for that, it's great.
0: (laughs) Well, now it's my turn to not recommend something from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed, and it's 2003, and I managed to find a movie that's more than three hours long, has big, big speeches before and after and during battles, and that movie is called Gods and Generals. Hey, guys, imagine if Lord of the Rings had a whole part of it about how maybe Sauron wasn't so bad.
2: <laughs>
0: maybe maybe we just misunderstood the, and we kind of, what would be the word we could use? Apologetics. Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> you could totally use that word.
0: Well, that's what gods and generals is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh
1: my god, I forgot more. that this was the same year. Yeah. Oh, more Jesus.
0: Another long pro-Southern Rebellion Civil War movie interrupted by people quoting Cicero.
1: <laughs> as, as really happened during uh, Civil yeah. War battles, I'm sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway... Uh, that's it. Don't see it. It's awful. It's long hey, and it's awful. No, you one know, liked
1: it. I I went I went to see gods and generals. Of course, in the because theater. the
0: previous movie was good.
1: Well, and, and also because because part of it was actually filmed in my area because there's a lot of civil oh, yeah, war stuff yeah. around here and 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 some of it actually takes place in you know it, it covers some of the civil war events that that happened in my area. So I went yeah. to see it, um, and I, I I I came so close to walking out during intermission. We got to intermission. And I almost left I thought I cannot sit through Another however long Another hour and a half of this However long However however much was left It Mm -hmm. was so bad It was so bad And and for me You you compared it Like with the apologetics and stuff For me it would be like Sitting through Return of the King If it didn't even have The Sam and Frodo stuff (laughs)
0: Like
1: if there was literally Nothing that I I gave Anything close to a shit about You know yeah, it's a terrible movie. Aside a from it movie.
0: making you horribly angry as you as you realize the, the direction politically that this movie is going.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And all the fucking, the scenes where they, they the scenes of, of Stonewall Jackson praying, which is like half yeah. the movie.
0: Because they're super more Christian than the North.
1: Yeah. It's like, do we need to see this guy pray? Can we just have him pray once to establish that he's religious? Do we need to have him praying like every five minutes in this mm-hmm. thing? Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: So don't see it. Don't see it. And now it's time for Steve to not make a terrible choice. Isn't that right, Steve?
1: That's right, because we got something special coming up, don't we, buddy? That's
0: right. Our next show is a Christmas show. Isn't it not, Steve?
1: Oh, it sure
0: is. And don't we owe a blood debt to oh. our audience?
1: <laughs> yes. The, 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 the year has come and gone so fast. Oh, Last my. year,
0: because I fucked up. We didn't do our commentary on the holiday special that I said we were going to do a commentary on, and people were like, just put it out in February. And I'm like, what's the point of that?
1: Yeah, you don't get it.
0: Little did they know that I was holding it in reserve, and I'm going to force Steve and I to do it again.
1: Mm. (laughs) Boy, oh boy.
0: As you guys know, for Christmas, we do a commentary where we ask everyone to watch the thing that we're going to be riffing on. And last year, because we told you we were getting a Christmas gift, and then we said, I don't know, we lost it or something, we're going to (laughs) make it up to you. So on the next show, coming out on Christmas Eve, Steve and I are going to riff that holiday classic, the Star Wars Holiday Special. (sighs) (sighs) Yep. So I'm not going to ask you guys to watch it, because you're going to watch it with us. And we're going to do pain for the holidays. Hooray. Right, Steve, you're looking forward to it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Act like you're happy.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be so good and Mm-mm. not mm. weird and inexplicable at all.
0: That's right. Nothing better than end of the year with a review of something that is so god awful that I can still taste it in my mouth <sighs> from last year. <laughs> Even if, even though I had Steve with me, who's was my bestest friend, there was oh God, Steve. Yeah,
1: there's only there's only so much that we can do, you know, That's because right. we're 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 in we're we're not in the same place. We're in separate places, so we can't even hold each other.
0: No, we can't. There's no comfort there. No, just there's the, no comfort. Just our words.
1: Just, just our words.
0: They don't do any good. Bad. so hey happy happy Christmas everybody for the thing that we're gonna do so that's it the next one is a Rift Tra the holiday Christmas special this is how much I love you this is
1: <laughs> and then the debt will be paid
0: I'll be doing it again. And that's it. Thanks, you guys, for listening in to this last review of a Tolkien movie. That should make Steve very happy. It
1: does. That's my Christmas present.
0: Mm -hmm. And until next time, this is Jason Harding. Say, uh, go. Don't go. Don't go. Not now. (laughs) But see a movie this week.
1: And this is Steve Shives. There never was much hope. Just a fool's hope.
0: Well, I'm that fool. Yippity-doo! <laughs> Yippity-doo! The zork is stabbing me, <laughs> but I've got a fool's hope that he'll miss all of my internal... Nope, all... Of- oh, that's oh, bad. That,
1: nope, it's- he got me there.
0: I can see what I ate. Thanks,
1: Gandalf. <laughs> oh, boy. Please let me die so I can escape this movie.
0: Wait, I have a speech. I have a speech prepared. Wait.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's going to be solemn and uplifting and also dark. So and ready? it's in Elvish. <laughs> it's in Elvish. I sing it. It's 30 minutes long. You ready? What are you doing? Don't hold that. What Don't hold doing? that up to your throat. Even- You're dying anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe that's how they could have gotten all the orcs to turn away from Gondor. Everyone just starts doing long pontificating speeches. And I'm like, <laughs> no!
1: <laughs> you know what I feel like now that we've reviewed all these movies and now that I know there, that there are no more? Yes. I, I feel like the Ghost Army at the end when Aragorn finally releases him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm fading like, into the <sighs> ether. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, sucker.
0: I you think know. we should review The Hobbit. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: If somebody wants to put together a 15-minute fan edit of all three Hobbit movies, I will watch that.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye,
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, Frodo. Bye, Sam. I'll miss you. Oh, wait, no. The DVD's right here. Never mind. (laughs)
2: Late
0: Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts.